Episode 16 starts now. Welcome to ShareMo EDU. We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, principal at Maple Elementary School in Smithville, Missouri. And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, elementary assistant principal in Smithville, Missouri. Today, we're excited to welcome Dr. Amy Casey, principal at Ravenwood Elementary in the North Kansas City School District cast. Amy is passionate about building strong connections with students, families, and staff. She always has a smile to share and lifts others with her kindness. Casey was recently recognized as a Missouri Distinguished Principal for the Clay Platte region. One other secret to share about Amy is that she is one of the lead vocalists in a Casey band called the Cherry Bombs. Welcome, Amy. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. How are you? I'm good. This is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, help us to get to know you and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, um, I'm currently the principal at Ravenwood Elementary in the North Kansas City School District. This is my third year here. Um, prior to that, I was at Oakwood Manor for eight years as the principal there and Grace Moore um, before that. So I've been in the North Kansas City School District for um, 16 years, um, but I've been in education for over 25 years. So um, and I've kind of run the gamut. I've um, taught in uh, public, private and charter. Um, both um, the charter and the pub, or I'm sorry, the charter and the um, private were pretty short stints because I'm a diehard public educator. So that kind of taught me my lesson that that is where my heart is. Um, and honestly, I've taught everything from K through 12 because I started off as a music, um, a music teacher for 12 years. And then I also taught fifth grade before uh, becoming an administrator. So um, I just like to do all the things. <laughs> uh, and then, so you found out my my secret, um, you know, principal by day, rocker by night. Um, it's kind of like Superman, Clark Kent, a little bit, right? <laughs> so, but that's seeing you perform. You have seen me? Yes. Uh, so uh, we have a good time, just fun, uplifting music, um, and it kind of keeps me connected to my music because that was kind of a tough little transition having music in your life every single day, every single hour, um, you know, so that was a good way to help me keep connected um, to that. And I feel like uh, that's a way that you can share joy with others as well. You know, music is that universal language. So, but that's a little bit about, um, and one of these days, I actually have an outline. I'm going to write a book. I've actually started writing a book, How to Create a School That Rocks. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. awesome. You heard it here first. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have things like, you know, lessons I learned from my band. Um, the show must go on. Um, keep it fresh. Um, you know, I've got, I've got some things going there with that. There you go. It sounds Dave like Burgess. a great movie. In, right. <laughs> Let's get Dave Burgess on. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Okay, Amy, if you created a hashtag for education, what would your hashtag be? And well, what would those words be? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> what would the hashtag be? And what was the second part? What did they mean to you? Didn't hear the second part. Why, why do you choose those words? Oh. What do they mean? Okay, got it. Um, so I would totally have to steal um, because um, the quote that I live my life by is be the change. And um, this is just very important to me because I feel like if, if we want things to be 
different and improved and fresh, then that has to begin with us. Um, and I, I often say, if you if you can't um, live it, you can't teach it. And to me, that kind of goes with being the change. And so um, constantly challenging ourselves, um, challenging the um, status quo, um, I just, you know, it starts with us. It begins with us, right? So. Wow, that's awesome. I Okay. I, I would say also that I am a woman of action. So being the change means, you know, you've got you've got the action. And um, I love to get things done. And if I don't like something, if I don't like the way things are going, then I have to be that catalyst of that change. So there you go. Very good. Well, speaking of taking action, share a message from a book that you've read recently or the future book you're going to write that would cause <laughs> listeners to take action. Um, well, I was so inspired. Um, recently, we just had the um, the Missouri Association of Elementary School Principals Conference, and um, I did not know about Adam and Todd until I went to the conference. And um, it, so I've been really inspired by Kids Deserve It, and it's really pushed me. So that whole idea of being the change, it's pushed me to get out of my comfort zone and to do more. Um, so recently, some of the, the actions I've taken, um, I moderated a Twitter chat for our district. Whew, that's a lot, that's a lot all at once, let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, Shh. I always think, how many screens do you need to like keep up with those things? It's right? Yeah. Thank God for TweetDeck. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then I've also recently encouraged my staff to get on Boxer. So I'm trying to think of some creative ways to do some professional development and maybe give people back a little bit, um, a, the gift of time by using Boxer. And so we're just kind of, you know, getting started with it. But um, a few of us have also started a book study of Kids Deserve It on Boxer. And so, um, yeah, these are some things that have really just been in inspiring to me and just the idea of, I love being present as a principal anyway. Like, I think it's so important for us to just be everywhere. Like my favorite day was when um, I had a kid pass me like a couple times and he finally turned around and looked at me and he said, Dr. Casey, you're everywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that idea that Adam and um, Todd share about, um, you know, being mobile, your office is mobile. You don't have to be in one place. And I think the technology um, has really made that possible. And even today, being in this hangout, I'm like, oops, I just thought you send me a link. No, I have to have a plug-in. So <laughs> my first time in Google Hangouts, so it's really fun. <laughs> okay, reflect on these statements, right? One thing that is going well for me is, and one way I would like to grow is, Ooh, okay, so one thing that's going well for me right now is that I've been um, helping to lead some work on equity and inclusion with our district leadership team. Um, and this is, I'm very, very super passionate about this work. My, um, my PhD research was all in this area, culturally responsive teaching. And so um, sometimes it's really tough work because it's inner work where you really have to reflect um, and think about some, some things that are uncomfortable, like um, if we have hidden bias and what to do with that, what, what we do with um, 
you know, institutional um, issues with inclusion and, and um, equity. And so it's been really rewarding. And um, I wasn't sure that that would be the direction I would get to go after doing um, my work and my research. So um, I'm looking forward to additional work. We're, we're looking at partnering with, um, um, with a group and continuing that work in our district. So it, it goes back to that hashtag of be the change, right? So um, that's really, um, that is going well for me. And then also it was really rewarding. One of my teachers um, has now been, you probably know her because she's all over um, Twitter and Andrea Edinger, just putting that plug in there. Um, so she's one of my teachers and we've really been working together a lot. She's been doing her administrative internship with me. And so she, she and another um, teacher in our district just presented on this same topic for um, our leadership institute that she's a part of. So you just see those seeds that you plant and how they grow. And it's, um, it's just really exciting. And it, and it feels like, um, you know, we really want to make a difference, right? That's why we, we, we are educators. And so when you see, uh, when you see that growth of you reap what you sow, uh, it's very exciting to see that come to fruition. So, and then an area I need to grow in, well, clearly Google Hangout. Um, <laughs> um, and I mean, I, I love technology. I've always kind of been a little techie. Um, I was really intrigued by the podcast with Laura Gilchrist, who's also a longtime friend of mine. Uh, we went to, we actually went to school together in high school. We grew up together in St. Joe. And so it's been fun to stay connected to her. So I was really intrigued by the, the chatterbot. Like, I got to Google that. What's a chatterbot? <laughs> Never heard of that. So I, that's probably the area that uh, I really am striving to grow in and want to be a leader for my teachers, again, being that change. Um, we're doing some really neat things with Genius Hour. Uh, and so my mind was just twirling after your guys' podcast with Laura. She always gets my mind twirling, so. Yes. She twirls our minds, too. <laughs> <laughs> got to connect with her at, at Camp KC. It was super fun. Yeah. Great to see her. Okay. What three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life? And why do those words come to mind? Um, so honestly, the person who has made the greatest impact on my life is my husband, Sean Casey. We call him the Sean Casey. <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, he is, um, gosh, I, I didn't know what I needed three words. Hold on a minute. Let me think about that. Um, definitely he's funny. He is loyal and he is brilliant. Um, and so he inspires me every day because we will talk in depth about anything you can think of. This morning we were, <laughs> as a matter of fact, this morning we were talking about um, tides and that people think it's really all about the moon, but it's actually about the sun and the pull between the sun and the moon because he's listening to a star chat, a star podcast. So <laughs> it's very sciencey. And um, so it, it can go from that. And so we're, I mean, that was my morning conversation at 5 45 AM. Um, 
and so he challenges my thinking. We we talk about education, we talk about politics, we talk about all the things that are usually off limits. And so he just challenges me and helps me to grow. And he's my my biggest fan and um, also my safe haven. So, you know, we do a lot. We do a lot of um, hard work as educators and he has also become my biggest advocate, not mine, I mean our biggest advocate for education. So I love when he just kind of tells people how it is, like, you don't know, let me tell you. <laughs> so he's out there spreading the good news about the work we do. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not know that about the sun and the moon combo. I taught fifth grade. I always said the moon, so learn something yeah. new every day. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> Um, what's been a game-changing moment for you in the field of education? Well, I've had a couple. So the first one would definitely have been um, when I was working on my ed specialist degree. So it's been a little while ago. Um, and I had Dr. Larry Gregg as a professor at UMKC. And he, and I was, um, I don't even remember what class it was, but um, he had us read the book, You Can't Teach What You Don't Know. Uh, white teachers in multiracial classrooms by Gary Howard. That was life changing for me. The work that I, I don't know if you're familiar with Gary Howard's work, but it truly changed me. It was almost like a almost like a church camp experience. <laughs> um, and that would take a whole a whole nother podcast to tell you all about that. Um, <laughs> But it really, it really helped me to see um, that we do have white privilege and that you can't, there is oppression out there. And as far as we think we've come, there are things that we need to continually examine. And there are um, injustices that, that education can be the great equalizer if we, if we use it to do so. And so that was very life-changing. And then honestly, I think um, just the work, I don't know that it's um, one moment, but several, several moments along the way of the power that technology has in transforming education. It started when in 1993, I started teaching as a music teacher. And um, my second year I wrote a grant and I, and it was integrating technology into music and, and then I, I wrote an article and it was published in the Music Educators Journal. And I mean, and I, it was, I had like a little Mac plus, you know, <laughs> and, um, and to just see the, the transformation and now being a part of a district that now we're one-to-one -one with iPads and some of the things, even a conversation yesterday and just coaching with a teacher, we were talking about um, the, the lesson she had done and she was going around, um, it was science and, and they were looking at data and she was going around and she really wanted to, to talk to each kiddo about, um, what they observed about the data to, to see if they were getting their heads wrapped around it. And in my coaching, I thought, man, this would be great for Padlet because you, the question she was asking, if she could, if she could post those and everybody could answer at the same time, they could, uh, give that information that, that, so she could know if they were really tuned in or not. And then they could share with a friend um, and they could have a deeper, richer, more robust conversation about that data in a lot less time than her going around and talking to every individual student. So it's even transformed the way that, that I coach my teachers as we're thinking 
thinking through things. So I, again, that was that wasn't one single moment. That's lots of things leading up. And so, but sometimes it's hard to stay um, at the forefront of all of the. It happens so fast. The technology changing and all the things that are available to us. And then you know, I love the idea of bold schools where you want to make sure that you have that blended approach so that you don't throw out all the things that you know work really well. You're not just substituting for the technology, um, although sometimes that's perfectly fine. So just pushing ourselves up that SAMR model and, and making it purposeful and transformational. So well, I think that's those are the two big moments in my educational career. That's okay, awesome. You threw out the title Bold Schools. Have you read that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Have you? No, but I'm joining a summer book club with teachers across the U.S. on Flipgrid and through Twitter chats this summer. Ooh. So another way to, yeah. I need to do that. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Okay. Yeah. No, it's really good. And it and it's, it's so, um, it's been really helpful. As a matter of fact, I have a whole pile over there. My teachers, that's going to be our summer read. I'm looking across my, my office here, just waiting to hand those out. Um, but that's our that's also our summer read. So I can invite my teachers to join in the 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 group. Um, so yeah, send us the information. But um, okay. and we were going to do it on Boxer, but we can we can join the <laughs> we can tweet we can box. That's we right. Can do it all. We can do all the things. <laughs> App smashing. Yes, I'm not very good at that yet either. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others. Cheers. Oh, here. There Yay. it is. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> How do you promote self-care? Oh, this is so important because you absolutely... Oh, oh, the lights went off. I've been sitting too long. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I thought you were going to say you take naps <laughs> during the day with the lights off. You know, you right. 10 minutes. <laughs> I, they hardly ever get to turn off because uh, I'm moving around all the time. Um, okay, so yeah, this is so important. We give so much to others. Teachers give so much of themselves. You you must have your your cup filled up to to share with others. So, um, you know, I I meditate. I um, I think mindfulness is very important. Um, being present is very important, and the ways that we can do that are making sure that we're taking time for ourselves, for our friends, our family. Um, I exercise daily. Um, I try to eat right and stay off the donuts, man. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I obviously I sing in um, in my band, and that that kind of fills my cup as well. Um, so just taking that time, and I do think um, – when, when you're a leader, the, the folks that you're leading are a mirror of yourself. So if you are concerned with how things are going out there, then you need to turn and look inside. Um, and so if you're all scattered and stressed, then you're going to permeate that throughout your community. And so it's super important that we take time to be still and to be quiet um, and take that time for ourselves. And then again, making sure that you have that life balance. Um, family and friends are super important. You make time for the things that are important to you. So you must make that time as well. Then you can come back refreshed and ready to give. Um, 
I have a, I have kind of this favorite quote. It's it's on the back of my, it's long. It's on the back here. So here I'm going to move you with me. I'm going to read it because it's, it, it's kind of how I've lived my life. It says, this is a true joy in life, the being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one, the being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little clot of ailments. I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> and grievances, complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. I want to be thoroughly used up when I die, for the harder I work, the more I live. I rejoice in life for its own sake. Life is no brief candle to me. It is a sort of splendid torch, torch, which I've got a hold of for the moment, and I want to make it burn as brightly as possible before handing it on to future generations. So I've had that up. Wow. That's from Shaw's Man and Superman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How awesome. As you keep talking. I love, you, I, I love what you said. I recently saw a tweet the other day that said, at the beginning of the year, this year, next year, it's going to be stressful. It's always going to be stressful. It's what you choose to do with it. And I think you have it exactly right, the way that you are approaching things and the way that we need to approach things, especially um, as administrators and looking at things. Challenges are going to come and, and go, and there'll be good days and bad days. But um, we have to have that self-care and fill ourselves up and reflect on what we're doing and how that impacts everyone else. So, uh, and I, I love the... Um, quote that you have. That's awesome. Thanks. And I'm thinking how lucky we are as you keep talking that you're right in the district right next door to us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so many awesome people. Yeah. You're definitely one of my mentors, Amy. Oh, thank you. I, and I, I just, you guys are on fire. I love all the stuff you're doing. I love following you on Twitter. Um, it's good stuff that's going on. Okay, in honor of Adam, welcome. We are promoting hashtag more May. What is one way you can do more in May to finish strong? Um, I really think the way that we can finish strong is hashtag love your teachers. <laughs> the best way we can take good care of our kids and, and love on our kids is to take excellent care and, and love on our teachers. And so I think um, for hashtag more May, let's, let's love our teachers. Awesome. You need ideas on how to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I gave a, a, a week of spirit days for teachers only, and it was kind of like um, a secret. Um, they didn't know about it till I either boxered or put it on our private Facebook page what the next day was going to be. And because, you know, we're in mad madness, my favorite. And <laughs> so, like, the first night it was, don't sweat the map. They got to wear sweats to work, which is a big deal. <laughs> I don't even wear jeans. So <laughs> the next day, the next day was map spelled backwards is Pam. Pam likes to wear, I can't remember what I said. Let's be like Pam and wear, I don't know, yoga pants or something. <laughs> no fun. Yeah. So we had, it was a surprise every night and, you know, staff appreciation week is coming up and, there are lots of fun ways to love on your teachers and it, it doesn't have to always be donuts and jeans. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> Sonic okay, we, are great. What'd Sonic you say? Sonic are great, yeah. <laughs> We've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five. We're going to fire oh. five questions at you and we what want you to that? answer the first thought that comes to mind. Okay. 
my tiny hand. Okay. It's so funny. These are in our staff talent show just for, yeah. I, I'm feeling left out. I do not have a tiny hand. <laughs> All right. Here we go, Renee. Fire away. What is something small that makes your day better? Um, something small that makes my day better is just when um, my staff come in and say good morning and kind of chat with me about whatever's on their minds, you know, just hanging out. <laughs> awesome. What's your ideal way to spend the weekend? Oh, well, of course, it would include um, probably a cherry bomb show and um, maybe some sleep and um, a good breakfast with my husband or a visit to McLean's Bakery, which was three blocks from my house. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. What do you want to be when you grow up? A Starbucks barista. <laughs> <laughs> I love Starbucks and yeah, I don't even drink coffee. I don't even drink coffee. I love chai tea. <laughs> Country life or city life? City life. I've done both. I grew up on a farm, uh, but I definitely love being in the city. So I love being in the thick of it all. Okay. Would you rather live in Narnia or go to school at Hogwarts? Oh, that is so unfair. <laughs> uh, probably go to school at Hogwarts. Very good. Amy, you have been You made it. Good job. Pass the past five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find it, see if we can find you a set of tiny hands. Yeah, that'd They're, be great. Uh, they come in handy. Uh, <laughs> great for high fives with students when they walk in. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> <laughs> Well, Amy, you have brought tons of laughter to Renee and I this morning, and I'm sure you'll uh, do the same for everyone who listens in. Is there anything you want to share uh, for the listeners that will tune in uh, about uh, your passions or anything that you want to share for them to take action as they uh, complete more May? Um, you know, I think just what I said, take, take, take good care of your people. Love your people. Um, you, you get back what you give. And usually it comes back multiplied. So give, give, give. Uh, be of service to one another. And, um, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, man, we didn't talk about growth mindset. We didn't talk about so many things. Um, but definitely just go out there and love your people, and I'll come back to you. And, and we're going we're gonna to be world changers, you know? So it's good stuff. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. All right, Thanks. you guys have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. Thanks for introducing me to Google Hangout. <laughs> we'll have to do that. Okay. <laughs> Tune in next week to learn more as we share Mo. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.